Cassandra's Journal, November 15, 2011. The new doctor said I need to keep a dream journal to keep track of my visions. He doesn't understand they come all the time, whether I'm awake or sleeping. I agreed because I had to, but what he doesn't know is that I am keeping two. One is make-believe, all about ice cream and pony rides, boys I like and mean kids at school. Normal stuff, things he wants to see because then he'll say I'm fixed and won't call CPS on mom and daddy. This one is about what I really see. The darkness, the burning buildings, and the enormous deserts. In my dreams, the earth doesn't spin anymore. A machine made it stop, and billions of people spun off into space. Those who remain are nomads, following the darkness so they don't die from exposure. Using artificial light sources, they set up farming communities near the few freshwater lakes that have not been swallowed up by the polar oceans. Usually, I float over the scorched landscape, the one great supercontinent surrounded by the two polar oceans. I see the piles of bleached bones on the light side. They span for miles, stretching back through time. Then I find the survivors. They live in small clusters, the born colonies, as they call themselves. They are the descendants of those that did believe the prophecy and went deep underground. The bread do all the work, though, people grown like crops. The born are too few, too important to do manual labor. They must carry on their lines and police the bread. Last night's dream was different, though. I've never been in the dream before. But this time, I viewed the world through the eyes of a man. He was tired and sweaty, but his fingers had turned almost blue with tilling a new field for planting. Since the world is dark for half the year, there are no real seasons anymore. Light and dark, hot and cold, crops are grown year-round inside plastic tents. His job was to prepare the hard ground to take seeds after the structure was enclosed. The shovel burrows into the soil and clangs against something hard. He looks around, but he is the last one left, having given up his meal privileges for one of the children. The breads must earn their food through work, but he has skipped many earned meals to help feed an ill child. I can feel his hunger. His stomach aches. He's almost to the point where eating would make him sick, and there aren't any in this camp that would give him a meal. If he grows too weak to work, he will be recycled for usable parts.